0: Welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> extremely hardworking. Mm. You're the hardworking Food wife. and wine, loving wife and co-host, Michelle. Well,
1: thank you. I, like I said, you're the hardworking six days a week. Gosh.
0: Wow. I don't even, it, it all blends together I at this know, point. I, bet, I, I, bet. I don't even know. <laughs> what day is it today? Well, it must be Sunday because we're recording. Right. As a matter of fact, it is Sunday, July 24th. I'm pretty sure 2022 that we are recording this episode. We appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, com. And while you're there... We'd love for you to sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Michelle sent out her very first Mm. newsletter this week. (laughs) She tweaked it. You may have noticed a little bit of a difference with it, but it was great because Michelle does everything best. As a matter of fact, if you go to com. Michelle has been working on that as well. You may already see a little bit of a difference there. A little Michelle touch, a little (laughs) Michelle nuance
1: with our website. Trying to get used to knowing how to change things without losing everything.
0: You're doing great. And I appreciate that you're, you're working on it so hard. So thank you so much. Thank you. Another great way to be involved with us is through social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group.
1: Yeah, like we always say, it's just such a fun, and like Tom said, positive group. We just like hearing about things that you're doing, things that make you happy, and we can all celebrate those things together.
0: Yes, uh, that's kind of what we want to do. Whether it's, you know, obviously we love it if it's Disney related, but whatever is just going on in your life that's good and positive and awesome, we want to hear about it, and that's a great group to share it in. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Also, we have a YouTube channel. We haven't done many videos recently, but we will get back to that eventually. But And if you want to be sure you know when we get those videos back out, all you got to do is go to youtube.com, do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and you'll know whenever we have one of those new videos that will be coming eventually at some point. Right. <laughs> soon, hopefully. soon. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, and like we always say, if there's something you want us to cover, a particular topic or whatever, just let us know.
0: Yep, whatever reason you want to contact us for, whether it's to suggest a topic, whether it's to, you know, put some input in one of our lists, or just to say hi, we appreciate it any way, shape or form. Now, before we get into this week's show, we always like to take a look back at the week that was because there's always some cool things that have kind of happened in the week. Yes. Of course, there are some low points, but we don't focus on the low points. We focus on the high points here, and there's always something to celebrate from the week that was that we call our favorite thing from that week. So Michelle, we always start with Michelle because (laughs) she does the best work on the website. She puts out the best newsletter. She does the best research. She has the best lists, and you know she has the best tips. She always also has the Mm. best, my favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, (laughs) what was your favorite thing from this week?
1: Well, hands down, my favorite thing was uh, having the opportunity to go stay at a Disney resort with you this week. We haven't been able to do something that fun in a while uh, and have the time together doing that. So that was my favorite thing. Yeah, it was my, that was my favorite
0: thing from this week, too. And, uh, be there at Disney with you. It's been a while since we've been at Disney. And, and heck, it's been a while since we've been together. I know. <laughs> um, So it was just really nice to have that good quality day uh, to just kind of enjoy ourselves in the park, eat some tasty food, which mm-hmm. we'll be all, telling you all about here in just a little bit. But it was a great, great day for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a simple one. Really easy. <laughs> really just, it was, it was just a great thing. So yeah, if you ever want to share your favorite thing from any week, please hit us up. Um, you could be through any of the social media channels. The Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group is a great way. Mm-hmm. Or if you just want, or if you want to just uh, hit us up at the Gmail account too. Um, we will always have shared those on uh each show each week
1: right and we liked again we like to celebrate these fun things with you
0: yes for sure now let's move on to this week's show we have lots of stuff for you this week including we now know when you can have some extra magic at your fingertips or should we say your wrist (laughs) and marvel studios returned to hall h at comic-con san diego (laughs) comic-con 2022 Oh, poured one out that we didn't get to go to Comic Con, even though we had badges this year. <laughs> I know, oh, whatever. And it packed a punch with a robust rollout of series and films coming soon to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we'll share the details with you. But enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. Last week, this week we were going to continue on with our look, our taste of the food and the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Since we did have the opportunity to go back, Michelle went, of course, last week. We talked about that and what she experienced in her trip to Epcot. As we mentioned in our favorite things, we went back together this week and we experienced some cool stuff. Yeah, and we we're
1: obviously able to, you know, experience a lot more of the tasty treats and tasty food out there. So that was good. And,
0: you know, we were there longer, we had a
1: hotel night there. So all in all, a
0: lot of fun. Yes, yes. So we're going to go ahead and break this down kind of in chronological order. It's not going to be a long thing because it was only, you know, part of a day, one night, and then, you know, much of another day there. So, uh, but, but the, we can make that a long story. But, well, we, <laughs> we are long-winded, um, but we experienced some cool stuff, some new stuff that we hadn't done before. So we thought we'd kind of go over that. Um, we went out on Tuesday. It was July 19th. Unfortunately, I had to work that day and it was a Rather long day of work for me, yeah. so uh, Michelle decided to go ahead and, and get things started and head over early. And she experienced a couple of cool things when she got <laughs> out there at the parks. Tell uh, tell listeners about it, Michelle.
1: Well, you know, um, it's funny because it, you know you you know best laid plans. Uh, it wasn't quite the way I had originally planned. You know, I'm thinking, well, I'll go out there a little early in the day, not too early. You know, get maybe checked into the room get our luggage in there you know like you said it's one night so we just had one bag um you know and maybe check out a little bit get some pictures of the boardwalk and the pool area and stuff like that and and then maybe head over to the parks for a bit and well i parked got my our luggage out brought that up the room was ready so i could drop it off and when i came back immediately it was heavily, <laughs> heavily raining.
0: Apparently, the thunderstorm decided to settle right over you at yes. that moment
1: Yes. And I had to move the car because I was in the, you know, where the drop-off only area was. And so I got in the car and I went and I fortunately found a really good parking spot. But right at that moment, I mean, the thunder and lightning were happening. Mm-hmm. And You know, if you, if you ever do that where, you know, you count the number of seconds from the thunder, it was one. So you get the one. You knew it was right, basically over you. Yeah, the yeah.
0: Was it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous situation. Oh for man, children.
1: it was, it was. And so, you know, going by the rule of thumb that you're safest in your car, which I remained in the car, and I got on the app and looked to see where the storm was. And yes, I, I was. It was right over me, the most powerful section. So, it was like, okay, la di da da. I'm gonna it's, sit here in the car and wait for this really close storm to pass you know I and I had obviously I had a view of the gondolas and they had obviously stopped that as well yeah. because yeah. of that
0: so funny because I think that we both got struck by not literally struck but yeah. you know uh we were st- stuck in the same storm uh just at different times of the right. day you had that that point I don't know you called me when I was out delivering mail that right. day and you said oh you know I'm a little concerned about this I'm like you're fine you're in your car you're all good and then later in the day, I was I had to take out um, some extra mail that wasn't on my route to, to another place. It's two of these, you know, the big metal boxes, they're called CBUs, that are like apartment complexes and mm-hmm. stuff. So there's these huge ones at this big apartment complex. And I'm out there, I'm putting the mail in. <laughs> this is all I need to do to finish my day. It should take me about 20 minutes to get it done. And then just as I was about halfway done, boom, this storm comes rolling in (laughs) literally right over me with thunder and lightning, exactly the same thing. I had to bail into the truck just to be safe. um, And I had to wait it out until the lightning had passed. And so that's why I was delayed getting to Michelle that evening.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, you know, the rain settled down enough that I felt it was safe to hold an umbrella in my hand and and, and hopefully not get struck by lightning, which I didn't, obviously, because I'm here. <laughs> uh, um but anyway so or, I, and you don't have superpowers? Uh, I uh, know, more well, than your normal superpowers <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so then I uh, you know, went to check out the hotel, but again, it was still pretty wet and raining, so there really wasn't an opportunity to get very many good shots there. So um, you know, I just decided, all right, I'm just gonna go into the parks and so I went into our starting point was uh, Hollywood Studios mm-hmm. for the, for that day because figured we'd get there. I'd get there early, do a little bit of Hollywood Studios, and then go over to Epcot.
0: We actually had different starting points because you knew when I was getting there later that you, yeah we had, we had a, a different park for me to go in. You right were, you were set for Hollywood Studios since that exactly. was being close to the boardwalk.
1: Yeah, so I went in there. Um, had a lovely cup of tomato soup, by the way, nice. <laughs> at Woody's. Uh, what is it? Woody's lunchbox, yeah. I think it is, and. So by then the rain had you know stopped coming down and was able to enjoy that and walked around a little bit um, but again wanted to try to see about heading over then eventually to the top of the world lounge mm-hmm. and it was kind of getting getting close to one of those situations like oh with the transportation how long it takes and everything that it'd probably be best for me to start heading over that way mm-hmm. you know which I did. Um, and glad that I did because I was not the first one in line for that, even though I got there kind of early. And, um, so I know we had talked about this in the past about the top of the world lounge, how they've changed the theme and, and
0: they've added a little villain's nuance to it.
1: Right. So just so you'll know that they do have where you can make reservations, um, and it, it's the special package deal that you can get that includes like a drink, an appetizer, I think one other dish. Um, and then you get like reserved table, you get reserved area to watch the fireworks outside and everything. Um, I just, you know, wanted to check it out. And so I didn't have the reservations. So they do it as a walk up. You do need mm. to be staying on property Um and be a DVC member. And it's based on the number of people uh, on your reservation for your resort. And so um, since I was alone, it it, wasn't any issue at all in terms of number of people there. You just
0: got a spot at the bar, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So the other difference that they do now is they actually seat you, that you don't get to go in and pick where you want to sit. Um, And so since I was a single single traveler, they they put me at the bar, which was fine. And, you know, it was really and actually, I think a good opportunity, because I really had enough had the chance to talk to a couple of the people working in the bar area, you know, and it was still very new to them. I mean, it had only been open a few days. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it was kind of a unique perspective of being able to see what they were experiencing. And, you know, so even still looking at recipes of how to make certain drinks that were new to the menu. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, the good part too, is that if you, you know, some of the things, at least this is my opinion. And from my perspective, some of the things that I really liked were still available. So for example, a lot of the, the dishes, you know, you know, they're like small plates, but anyways, they, they still had many of the things that we liked. Um, still on the menu they so
0: you got a charcuterie plate
1: yes and thank you for saying it for me (laughs) (laughs) and and that was lovely you know i had that with a nice fest parker riesling um so really keeping it with the disney family there and a disney family wine um but yeah it was really nice they had nice additions like they had um some a honeycomb and with the honey and then they had these nice little um, sweet berries as well to complement some of the cheeses and stuff. And so, you know, it's it, it's not a lot of food, but it was perfect, you know, especially mm-hmm. for a, a single person. I, I don't know that it would be as plentiful to share, mm-hmm. I, which I think in the past they did have a little bit more. That you could share as long as you had
0: something else, but they still had like. I kind of remember their their charcuterie board. They're not being as large as I mean, not that there's a lot of large mm-hmm. charcuterie boards, right. but I don't remember theirs being. When I whenever we got it, we needed something else, right? We were, yeah, you know, definitely was, for two people, it was not enough to just. Just that to split for two people. Right. I mean, unless uh, you just wanted a glass of wine and just something little to graze on. That was it. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: So, um, you know, but they also had like the flatbread and, you know, like I said, uh, other things. And I, and I plan to do a post with, you know, the menu. They did have the new theme. Um, and the way they really kind of, you know, brought out that theme was, one, they had some music playing in the back, you know, that was you know, very reminiscent of some of the villains that we're used to. Um, and they had, um, little, little touches around the bar area and around the, the little restaurant, um, that gave you the feel and the people working there had like, um, brown outfits to, you know, kind of have that darkness, um, But anyways, other, you know, but there was still a lot of the essence there of things that we loved about the, the top of the world. So that was really great. The behind the bar mural, the monorail mural, right? That's still there. That's good. Yeah. And the chandelier, which kind of gives you that, that feel, it doesn't look like a monorail, but it kind of gives you that, that feel, um, is still there, um, so that that was kind of nice to see that they didn't take those things out of there, and I had a really nice, really nice time there. Uh, like I said, I um had an opportunity to speak with the the bartenders. One of them, it was his first day working there, and the other one had just been there a few days. But um, it, it was really nice. They took out the high tables, so it's just all smaller or lower tables, more normal yeah. tables, you know, for two or four people. And like I said, they do seat you. And if you want to go, it's the best thing to do is go right when they open. Like you can, you know, they said they start taking, um, you know, names, or check in at 545. I I was there like a minute or two before 545 and there was already some people there. Now they do give priority to people who have the reservation, Um and then they look to see you know party sizes and what they have availability that they can see everybody else as a walk up.
0: Very good, but you got in and yeah, um, sounds like it was enjoyable evening. You didn't stick around for the fireworks. Um,
1: No, being there that early, yeah, uh, you know, and knowing that we were gonna get together afterwards.
0: So I finally got off work. The storm had passed. I was (laughs) able to finish delivering mail in the rain. The lightning was gone, but there was still rain. Got that done, got back, showered, and headed straight out there. And then we started deciding, you know, what are we going to do for <laughs> dinner when I get out there? Um, I, I had a park reservation for Magic Kingdom, as we were talking about. We had different parks that we were supposed to right. start at. Um, we do have park hopper options, so we were trying to figure out. And so Michelle went ahead and um, booked us the very last possible <laughs> reservation of the evening. Right. Um, for the Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen, one of our favorite restaurants in Magic Kingdom. Um, So I got over there, um, got to the ticket and transportation, took the monorail over and got there. I think, Michelle, you got in seated just a few minutes before Mm me. Right. Um, Then I got in there and we had a very nice dinner. at. uh, That's one of our favorite restaurants in in Magic Kingdom.
1: Yeah, I mean... So they close at 9 o'clock, and I was able to get the last reservation for 8.55. <laughs> um, but, you know, they they did seat me. I think I got there a few minutes earlier. We didn't that. feel rushed or anything. No, no. And, man, it was um, one of those winter nights and, you know, winter, not winter, <laughs> winter evenings, at least, you know, from my experience having um, the... Sustainable fish of the day or catch of the day was delicious, and I was really happy yeah, to be Yeah, I, I tasted some of yours. Yeah, that was a really good.
0: Yeah. I had the uh, the curry. Was it uh, crew stew? Right, uh, which is always one of my favorites. If you like a little something a little spicy, um, I got it without any extra protein. You can get like chicken or shrimp or I think beef on it. Mm-hmm. I just um, just had the uh, fried tofu, which I like on there, yeah. and that was it that was that's always a good dish as well.
1: Yeah, that's the one that has a little spice to it. Yeah, right?
0: that has a kick to it, a little bit more than Michelle's a little, just a little bit spicy for Michelle. Yeah. It's right <laughs> about perfect for me. Um, Had it with a nice glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Mm -hmm. Um, You had a Riesling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just it was a nice evening. Just, you know, eating at one of our favorite restaurants in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, the food was delicious. The fish was cooked perfectly. Um, The broth that comes with it was exceptional. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, it's a great restaurant. If you don't mind... I mean th- there are some basic dishes there and the kids menu is fine for kids they do have you know normal stuff for kids mm-hmm. there that they'll enjoy um, but if you like a little adventurous uh, side of your your food um, and with a little you know uh, jungle cruise um, snark you know tongue in right. cheek jokes Huber, you know fun, yeah. fun. Um, it's it's a great restaurant if you've never tried it highly recommend it it's 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 great and their wine list is excellent so yeah and um, we had the soup also the uh, oh yeah that's right
1: the carrot Yeah, that was a
0: curried carrot soup, Mm -hmm. which was really...
1: That was delicious, too. Yeah. Yeah. Their appetizers are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. You know, you could actually make a meal out of their appetizers and really you know, feel satisfied and, and experience a lot of fun
0: food. Right. So we got done with that and it was just after fireworks and we're like, well, we're not leaving yet <laughs> because everybody else is leaving. So we went over and we're like, hey, you know, people mover, not too long a line. We love the people. Mover. Yeah. And then we did a nice, nice tour tomorrow land on the people mover.
1: Yeah. It was one of the nights that they were staying open later and doing two sets of fireworks. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to time it to leave in between both
0: of yeah. those. So um, we, we didn't stick around a long time. It had been a long day for both of us. So uh, we wanted to get back to the hotel and start the day fresh the next day. So we did run into a little bit of that post-fireworks. I think it had, it had tapered off slightly, but there still was a fair amount there. Um, the monorail wasn't the best option. The, the ferry boat was the best option to get back to ticket and transportation. It didn't take that long. Yeah.
1: And, and the way that they board now with having, like, they really got a great system yeah,
0: the, now. where you can go at the second level right off the start rather than have to board at the bottom level and then climb the stairs. In right. Yeah.
1: And they, they, you know, especially at that time of night where they're really kind of regulating and they fill certain compartments and know, okay, the next ship is going to have, is at capacity here, mm-hmm. and then they can start, you know, going to another set of, areas. I don't know what to call them. They're not cubicles, obviously, but little station mm-hmm. areas. And so they they really have it down at a
0: nice pace to keep things moving. Right. So that was, uh, it was good. Got us out to the parking lot, got to the car, headed off to the boardwalk and into our room. And we had one more little taste of Michelle's trip to the Top of the World Lounge there. We had a little wine and mm-hmm. some of that was a seven layer cake? Yeah, I think they
1: call it seven layer cake. Yeah, yeah. that you can get it to go.
0: Yeah, it was, you did, and we enjoyed that uh, as kind of a capper for the evening. Right, right. We didn't get dessert at the restaurant. Right. So yeah, so that was that was a nice way. And then and then we decided that was it. We're good enough, and let's call it let's call it an evening. So you know, woke up the next day and ready to start for food and wine. But before we talk about food and wine, want to talk a little bit about. Disney's Boardwalk Resort and and you know what were your thoughts on we we never stayed there before. Mm-hmm. I've never stayed there and we haven't stayed in the DVC area for sure before.
1: Right. So we had a deluxe studio like you said and and um so I think it there were some real comfort features to it that uh like they had the a couch that could be you know like a I think it was a fold out couch um you know and obviously the bed. I liked how they had the little kitchenette area um the only thing that was kind of comical is um like how they store the you know they they do provide you in studios with like paper plates and Mm -hmm. napkins and you know plasticware and stuff um sustainable stuff yeah yeah and um you know obviously you have a full-size coffee maker and you have a little mini fridge um you know and toaster things like that um, but where they stored the stuff, I I don't think I could have reached it. No, it was way <laughs> up high.
0: You would have been very dangerous crawling on a chair to try and get any of that stuff down. Yeah, and, and yeah.
1: Through. So um, they, they do have a little um, table area, you know, for two people that comes kind of like out from the television area area you know which i also
0: believe is kind of like a murphy bed to fit another if you wanted to fit another mm, person oh yeah i believe that folds down
1: right and they did have great um a cabinet that had a lot of drawers for storage of Mm -hmm. you know clothes and stuff like that you know obviously we didn't need to use that for a a single night alone but um thought that was good you know so
0: yeah, what well, were your thoughts? We had a nice view. Um, you know, I don't think we, we didn't go for an elaborate, we didn't yeah. go for a boardwalk view or anything, no, but we garden. had a, a nice view of a kind of a little courtyard, looks like a space where maybe they hold weddings or whatever, and you could see a little bit of the water and we could see a lot of the swan and dolphin right. Uh, right there. And it was, it wasn't a bad view. I I, I I was concerned of what we might get as far as like a parking lot right, or something. And yeah. It wasn't like that. It was yeah. very nice. Um, the room itself, um, you know, there were things I liked about it, but it did feel like it's a little worn, yeah. um, like it could use a, uh, some some love, right? I mean, it could use a little refurbishment. Um, and no problem with it. The uh, the location is excellent. I mean, right. We had a really easy way, uh, getting to Epcot. You know, we decided to we I've been walking a lot on my routes, and we knew we we're gonna walk a lot on Epcot, so we decided to take the the Friendship boats. And the good thing about it, if you're going to Epcot um from the boardwalk is it's the last stop before it goes to uh epcot and it's the first stop after it leaves Epcot. so it's it's very convenient yeah but if you wanted to walk it it's you know and more normally we would have right um, but it's not that it's really really close to the um the international gateway there yeah
1: yeah yeah i and i agree with you in terms of it, it looks like it could use a little bit of refreshment refurbishment and you know i think part of that too is you know several of the resorts we've stayed have been after refurbishment so i think this is probably True. one of the few that we've gone to in recent years that hasn't just re- yeah. been you know gone through some kind of a upgrade or face right nip. nothing about
0: it bad it just it just could have used a little yeah i just think it could yeah. use a little love and right and, you know a little more modernization in some parts and um, you know, some places that look a little worn, but um, it was fine. Yeah. Um. Like I said, the location is spectacular. Um, one thing about it is where our room was, it was a trek from the lobby <laughs> to get to our room. That was a hike in its own. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and, and back uh, out to either the boardwalk or to our car in the parking lot.
1: Right. It's funny because, you know, you can do the online check-in in advance and for you know, room requests, it, it just they for the DVC especially they just have like a drop down with usually one one choice, <laughs> um, and the the one here said near elevator, and I'm like, why would why would somebody pick near elevator? You know, I mean, I guess so, but I thought, no, we don't need to pick near elevator. Now I realize <laughs> why, because there's like one elevator, and yeah, um, it, it's funny because we've done similar.
0: Tricks at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, Animal Lodge. Kingdom is going to be a, a bit of a a bit of a, a hike out to the rooms out there as well. Right. Yeah. Although the one thing about Animal Kingdom is that you can park if you're if you have your own car, mm-hmm. um, you can park closer to your room, Right. and there are ways up um, from there. They have multiple elevators. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. But if you're taking you know going from Disney transportation, uh, it can be a, a hike to some of those rooms, um, kind of on the edge. Right. There. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, it was funny. It was like I kept going and kept going. It's like, okay, where's the room? Where's the room? Where's the room? Where's the room? So funny. (laughs) I know. So I think what we were just like, like four or five rooms of pretty near the end, near the very end. end. Yeah, but that's all right. It was all good. It was funny. We enjoyed that. We enjoyed it and
0: enjoyed our stay, and uh, was happy to experience a a resort that we had not before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So, we got up the next morning, and 7 a.m., you know, it's it's that time to get that virtual queue, and once again, (laughs) we are still undefeated. We have still gotten a virtual queue every day. We have tried to get a virtual queue to something, knock on plastic or whatever this table is made of. Um, Yes, we did get a virtual queue for Cosmic Rewind the next day. Yeah, so, uh, we we had boarding group 38, uh, which is perfect for us. We weren't in a rush to get to the park Mm -hmm. in the morning, so... Um, got up uh, you know got up had a little in the room breakfast something simple because we knew we were gonna be eating in the parks right. had some coffee and then kind of uh, got stuff together and took our bags out checked out and headed off on a friendship boat to Epcot. Speaking of checkout, I do like now how they have where you can check out on the app. Yeah, they've so, had that for a while. Oh really? I mean, that's not that's not really new. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess I just never know. You just me. never check out. You know, I know. You just always <laughs> want to be permanently checked in. That's true. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we got there and as soon as we walked through the gate, they was like, okay, your boarding group's announced. So mm-hmm. like, okay, here we go. And Michelle was on the border of whether she was going to do this attraction or not. Even I was very concerned about it because I have motion sickness issues. And um, I've heard both ways about this attraction. I've heard some people say it's very smooth, it's great. I've heard other people say, oh, I got so sick from it, you know, so um both of us were on the fence but we wanted to try it and see what it was all about so um, we did head right over our boarding group was called Risley walked in the park and headed straight over so we gave it our best go at cosmic rewind and um well we have things to say about it Uh, let's start with the pre-show michelle what did you think about the pre-show
1: um well first i wanted to mention that part of my hesitation was because i've had some back issues going on lately and i thought uh starting the day off and and Whacking out my back, probably not a good idea. But and so my plan was to just do the pre show, which you can do. You can do mm-hmm. where you go in and just see the pre show stuff and then not actually go on to the ride itself. But yeah, I thought the pre show was good. You know, it has that you know, what we're seeing more and more in, in Marvel where it has the little comic right parts. And all it, it, it has
0: all the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, there yeah. making an appearance and um, all sorts of fun stuff. New, some other actors involved that you know and probably love right. and are involved as well. And there's, it's kind of cool. It's a, it's it's. I like the cue into there. I think it's, right. It's, I was going to say the cue is really yeah. good too, and, and the pre-show. It's all very good. Um. So we got through all that. Then we went on the attraction, and um, our music, our song was Disco Inferno, which was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I did too. Um. It, it was. I, 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 the, the start was great. The launch was great. I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, I thought it was it's a really good coaster. I love the way the the coaster kind of turned so you could mm-hmm. force, you can see some of the shows, uh, the show going on as you were going through it. And I was doing fine for most of it. I'd say about 70% of the attraction, <laughs> But then it all kind of caught up to me near the end, and I ended up having to close my eyes for like the last, I don't know, 30 seconds of the attraction, because mm-hmm. I was starting to feel a little nauseated at that point.
1: Right. It's not a long ride. I think they said no, it was like, like three, three minutes. minutes yeah. um, but you do really feel G-forces, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's what I was noticing, too, was I did close my eyes a little bit more than what you probably did, and I don't know if that made it better or worse. I know that I didn't have like a point of reference so all of a sudden I just would feel the way that I was positioned in the car was a
0: little odd you know yeah. so funny yeah. because for like I said for like like for half of it I'm like oh I'm fine this is gonna be great I'm doing this no problem and we got to about you know 60% of it I'm like eh, it starting to be a little bit by 70% I'm like nope I better you know I, I need to shut down a little yeah. bit here because it could get bad um so unfortunately i didn't see the finale of the attraction i felt it didn't see it um got off the attraction it was great you know like i said if you have no motion sickness issues i think you're gonna love this attraction if you haven't tried it um if you love the guardians of the galaxy especially you love the music uh, it was great um i just you know it's funny because we we left walking away and um i started breaking out into a they sweat. You know. I noticed how my arms were, were completely wet. Yeah, I wet. think you were having like a mini vasovagal reaction something there. Something was going mm-hmm. on there. Uh, Michelle's like, how did you get all wet? I'm <laughs> like, that's just my body. All the hydration I do, compensating for the nausea I'm feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Try and make me cool me down, make me feel better. We did hit club cool to get a little uh, soda and you know, a little sugar, a little right. carbonation to kind of help that out. Um, but you know, it is something you need to take into account. If you have um, motion sickness issues, Mm -hmm. uh, it's there, it's with this attraction, you know, it, it, it will, it will catch up to you. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Because, you know, unlike, you know, I, I know that you're especially like, even with space mountain, you know, and how you do those circular turns and everything like that. I know that that kind of starts, up with your, you know, for you with the... A little
0: bit. Space Mountain's not as bad for me, mm-hmm. but I, you know, it's not my favorite thing. But... Right.
1: But this, like I said, you're you're in all different kinds of positions. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. It's a very unique attraction in that regard. You know, like like Tom said, you are being, your car's being turned to face things. Um, but at times it just, it kind of at times reminded me of um, the runaway railway <laughs> that you just kind of seem like your car's moving, differently than the other cars at, at times and um but the the angles and the attitudes that they have the vehicle in are very unpredictable yeah. and very unique you know you just don't experience that in other attractions yeah
0: I think it was accumulation of it you know all of the motion and you know especially it gets it gets a little intense at the end mm-hmm. and I think that's it just all caught up to me but sure. you know um so I was struggling with that for a little bit and and it uh, did affect my back at first yeah. yeah so yeah. there you go Um so know that if you have any back issues um that it, it could affect that as well But it went away you yeah. know for at least for me um I, my went away my nausea went away <laughs> but it took a little food and a little like yeah. we went to the DVC lounge and got some of their uh, wonderful them that machine where you can sample all sorts of different right. sodas. And we got, I got a couple different types of ginger ale in me. <laughs> yeah. Kind of help things out. Yeah. But the key thing that helped me out is that that's when we went in to go and we ne- I needed to get some food in my stomach and we found Probably at least I don't know about what you have to say, Michelle. But my favorite thing that we tasted the entire day mm-hmm. was right near that area. Yes, and that's what we had, and that's what helped settle my stomach.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you in terms of it being you know a super winner. And I think,
0: yeah, I think it was
1: my favorite thing. Yes,
0: definitely something I just enjoyed thoroughly. So what it was was that there was a there's a station there that's called the I can't remember what it's called, but it's a French fry. Uh, Station. Right. I think it's called the Fry Shop or something, something like, like that. that yeah. um, and we got the Fry um, the Fry flight. Uh, flight. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. The Fry Flight. Um, and it is spectacular. Um. I loved it so much. Yeah. So it's, it was called the
1: Fry Basket is mm. what it was called. And this flight had three different, obviously it's a flight, um, has three different types of French fries, and they serve it like in a little cone. You know, uh, I think it worked for us to share. Uh, it wasn't a big serving if you were going to be not, you know, if you were alone and you wanted it, you could have eaten that. It wasn't like, I would say in
0: terms of quantity, maybe a large fries from McDonald's. <laughs> maybe a medium. It wasn't a lot of fries, but they were all tasty. Yeah, And you can also, if you just want one of those types of fries, they will serve it to mm-hmm. you as just one of those type of fries, but they were like a uh, sea salt and vinegar mm-hmm. was one. So it was kind of more of a traditional French fry, malt vinegar, uh, more of a traditional type French fry. And then they had a barbecue bacon French fry, mm-hmm. which was really, really delicious. Yeah, And then they had kind of like the dessert fry, which is a sweet potato fry with some marshmallow fluff and some candied pecans, mm-hmm. I believe, with it. Yeah. Uh, it was just a perfect combination. Get yeah. hit across the board of different tastes. You could sample all of them. and It, it just... It was really, really good. If you love French fries, um, I, I can't sell this enough because, right. um, I loved it all. I loved all three of those fries. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I, w I, I can't wait to go back and sample them again.
1: Right. You know, and I know, especially for the dessert one, um, that it sounds a little like, Oh, that's gross. It wasn't, you know, like a ton of that fluff. It was just a little bit drizzled here and there. Um, I think most of the pecans we found at the end, <laughs> under, you know, underneath actually the fries at the end, they, they kind of slipped down. Um, but, it you know, so it was just, you know, think of sweet potato with maybe just little touches here and there. Although I guess, you know, around holiday time, that's what people...
0: Right. It, it was just, well, I mean, sweet it was just good. Pie. It was, it was just a nice balance between, mm-hmm. you know, the salty from the, the salt and the vinegar, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then the, you know, the barbecue that has the, the bacon and it's meaty and it's kind of, kind of reminded me of a barbecue potato chip, the seasoning they mm-hmm. kind of had on there. So if you can think about that, so you kind of got that. And then you got the sweet, you know, so you you taste a little bit and it just, it wakes up your taste buds right. for all these different tastes. and And it was just, it was really an interesting combination and I loved it.
1: And we were really surprised that was opened a little earlier than we expected. Right,
0: it just it open opened 15 minutes earlier than we expected, so we took advantage of that. Yeah. So that started off our culinary journey, and then we went out and got a few more things. Michelle, remember what we got next, by any chance?
1: Oh, next I was going to go by my my
0: list of favorites. Oh, okay, here. well let's hit but up. But that's favorites. all right. Let's
1: see. Next, I think we is that when we went. Well, oh. you know what? We
0: got the brisket. The brisket is what you got next. Oh, yeah. Yes, because uh, we had stopped on our way to the DVC lounge. Right. And you picked up that brisket and we had some of that while we were eating, sipping our ginger ale (laughs) up there in the DVC lounge. And Mr. Pib. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: was actually really a nice taste, too, as well, that I really enjoyed that. Um, You know, it it had a nice um, blend of flavors there, too, with the brisket. And it also had like the pickled. Um, onions. onions on top and everything and a little so cheese in there and some potatoes right and it was pretty good and that that it had like potato chips mm-hmm. you know but not like Lay's like kettle potatoes. chips yeah. yeah like kettle chips and they, it was just really delicious and there were like if you could really you know like at some points i got all all of the flavors blended together on one bite and it was, yeah, it was great good. the brisket was smoky enough yep.
0: and it was it was it was a good bite of food uh, mm-hmm, so yeah Uh, so then we went and, um, well, let's just go ahead and go down your list of your favorite things that we tried since you have a list made out of that.
1: Okay. And I think I just, I, I, this was not in the order that we tried them, but these were, you know, some of my favorites. We did try some other things, but, um, at the Tangerian cafe over in Morocco, um, we decided to try something again. We weren't really, we did have things that weren't sweet, but this one was the pistachio cake. And most of it was savory, but this was one that was sweet. Yeah, Yeah, and it was funny because it's like, oh, do we have something sweet now? Do we try to take some back home? And we just decided, eh, let's just go for it and eat it there. And it wasn't a huge thing. Piece of cake, anyways, but it was fabulous. So I mean, they had some real amazing pistachio flavors and lots of pieces in it. Um, they had a a pastry cream with cinnamon um, that was like in between the layers, and that was great because it it, it complemented it well it wasn't really like overly sweet or anything like that um they had a beautifully decorated piece of white chocolate kind of a
0: mosaic like yeah
1: thing. like if you think of the the tile work over in morocco um it, it mimicked that and it was fabulous too and and i i mean yes i'm a fan of good white chocolate um and this was good. It wasn't again. It wasn't overly sweet. It just had really nice flavor to it. Right. What did yeah. you think
0: of the cake? Oh, I thought it was fabulous. Um, one of my favorite dishes of the day for sure. The pistachio flavor was really good. Mm-hmm. We, I love pistachio. You can even it, you can even feel taste the little bits for a texture change of the pistachio right. within the cake. Um, moist cake, um, light. Um, but very flavorful. Very good. Yeah, uh, we also got the uh, fig cocktail right from over there, which was which is good. If you like fig, uh, very figgy uh, drink. It's like a it's like a fig with uh, fig vodka with cranberry juice or whatever. But that was delicious. I like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Again,
1: it was just, an, you know, I don't know that I necessarily felt like it needed to be with the cake, but it, it didn't distract
0: it. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Yeah. Uh, what else do you got on your list there?
1: Um, so another, uh, thing on my list that I really liked was, um, from the hop at hops and barley in the American pavilion. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you ordered the Chesapeake crab slider, which Mm -hmm. I, I sampled as well from you and that had a really nice flavor to Mm -hmm. it. Like you said, the, the, um, coleslaw, especially on the top, um, which they were very generous portion of that, um, really felt very light and fresh on a hot day.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was nice balance of the heat and uh, the meatiness from the crab cake with the old Bay seasoning mm-hmm. that you would t- traditionally think of with a crab cake. With that. The only thing I would have said is like it could use a little bit of spice to it, like just a little bit of jalapeno or something right, on there. Right. Just a slight cake, not something that would would take over the dish, mm-hmm. but just something to kind of balance it out. But I I did really enjoy it and it's something I would order again for right. sure. Right. And you also got the carrot cake there, right? Yeah. So that is a warm carrot cake. It's almost like a warm carrot muffin that they drizzle mm-hmm. uh hot or warm um um, icing over the top of it and it was it was good. It wasn't as good as the pistachio cake, but I enjoyed it as well, right. Um, I liked it. Uh, by the way, while we were over there at the American Pavilion, we ran into somebody or he actually ran over to us and yeah. introduced himself, Andrew. Uh, who you may know if you follow on Twitter as uh, Disney Clips Guy. Mm-hmm. And you can actually see find him on Twitter at Disney Tips Guy. Uh, but he's such a nice guy. He came over, introduced himself. Yeah, we've been kind of communicating a little bit right. on social media, but had never met in person. I uh, didn't know, I have any idea actually who he looked like, but he came over and yeah. talked with us for a little bit. He just stopped over for a second. We took a picture together and it was just just really, really nice. Yeah, it was a real
1: treat to find somebody You know, that we weren't expecting to see and, you know, somebody like you said that we've connected with virtually and, and never met before. So that was really
0: fun. Great guy. And he puts out great videos and pictures and everything. He's definitely an excellent follow on Twitter. Definitely. um, For sure. So check him out. Anyway, Uh, what else do you got on your list? Um,
1: So my other favorite thing uh, on my list was, and we did this kind of very on the fly at the end uh, of our tasting day was the uh, Shimmering Sips. Mm. Uh, and there we got the mimosa flight. Um, and so first of all, I felt like, uh, for the price that you paid, you got a, a really decent pour of, of each of the three, uh, mimosas that you got. I mean, definitely, uh, a better value than what we've seen at some other festivities and even on the West coast (laughs) festivities. Um, they, you know, we didn't. We were we we didn't follow the the rules of how to taste them which we should have which going from left to right starting with the blood orange juice uh, mimosa because that was really very um I, I, I guess bitter's not the right word to it, say. It, it, it had was, a little bit of a bitter
0: I mean it I was strong. It was strong, strong It had a little flavor. bit of a bitter to bitterness to it but I, I noticed like my first sip I wasn't prepared for it so mm-hmm. it seemed a little bitter. But as I was sipping it more, I kind of got accustomed to the flavor and actually enjoyed it more. Yeah, than I did the first after the first sip.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, I think we had tried it after we tasted some of the sweeter ones, mm-hmm. but the key lime one was really impressive. I mean, first of all, the the look of it, it was clear; it almost looked like water, um, but it definitely had that key lime taste to it.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I I found all three very good. I I I mean. Um, I like the other two better than mm-hmm. the blood orange one, mm-hmm. although I, I finished most of it <laughs> myself. So obviously, you know, I got a problem. It's acceptable. I have a problem. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, 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 they were very good and I would, and I actually think that that flight is a pretty good deal because it's a pretty good pour right. and yeah, it's I $14, it, yeah. I believe is what mm-hmm. it is, right. which 14. is like uh-huh. a lot of times you run into a cocktail at Disney. It's, you know, $14 is is actually low right you know, so yeah. you know it wasn't it, it's a fair amount um and um i, I enjoyed it We definitely go back for those for sure
1: yeah so i mean there were other things that we tasted that you know i liked, but these were my favorite but what about you
0: um yeah i mean i i told i mean still the fry basket or the fry flight i should mm-hmm. say was my favorite love the um loved the crab cake um we had the uh, what was it? The braised beef, and I'm trying to remember a uh, Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um that was pretty good. I think it could have used a little bit more zip to it, but it was um it was cooked well. There's some nice, I think some like some smoked gouda mashed potatoes right. with it. Um I enjoyed that dish. That was that was pretty good. Um what else did we get? Oh, one thing to avoid, at least mm-hmm. in my opinion, um we I went to get because I was interested in the fried paneer from mm-hmm. um the India booth. Um, cause fried cheese. Hello. Right. Yeah. You know, um, and, it and had, another cheese stamp. Yeah. When I wanted to get Michelle another cheese stamp for her <laughs> Emile's cheese, whatever it is. Montage. Yes. Um, fromage montage. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Um, and, uh, it comes with this, uh, mango curry ketchup that I thought was fascinating. Mm-hmm. And yes, the mango curry ketchup was delicious. It was excellent. Yeah. The fried paneer. eh, eh. eh. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it wasn't really something that I think I would go back for. I would go back for that ketchup all day. Um, but the, the, the fried paneer wasn't just, it didn't hit the mark for me.
1: Right. You know, and one of the things we've said, uh, in the past too, that especially with these festivals that, you know, what might be really good one day might not be a hit the next day, depending on, you know, how the batches are being made. And same thing here, this, didn't like, and I tried it too, and I and I agree with you. It just didn't, you know, really hit the spot there. Um, but who knows? It may have just been a, you know, bad bad batch. I think the
0: other thing we tried uh, that didn't really hit the mark with you was the seafood pie from over at uh, the Great Britain. Pavilion,
1: right. right. I mean, it was beautiful looking. Yeah. I loved how it it looked. Um, it needed something. I don't know. I Maybe similar to what you were saying with the crab cake. It may have needed something to give it a little heat. Mm-hmm. Um, it did have some nice pieces of, you know, like crab. I mean, um, lobster in it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just felt like it, it needed a little something.
0: Yeah. I took one bite of it, and actually, it was okay. I was mm-hmm. all right with it, um, but I could see where it wasn't like a wow. The potatoes on it were great. Yeah, yeah. So... That's it. But I think are all the things we tried this time. We're mm-hmm. planning on going back and trying more things. But, oh Yeah, um, there's plenty more to try. Uh, I think basically we only made it through halfway through the countries and we were like, OK, we've we've eaten exactly. enough today, right? Yeah, we felt comfortably full,
1: you know, not overly full. Um, and we knew we'd want to get back. And plus, there's, you know, some other places, some other Kiosks that are going to open later in the season as well. So, right. but definitely have some things that we're looking right. forward to. But that
0: fry flight all day long, man, I'm, I'll just keep going back <laughs> for that because, man, those were so good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe sometimes, you know, with food, it's just the timing of it all. It just was the perfect timing when right. I needed something kind of comforting after the nausea from right. classic rewind or whatever. Right. It just hit the perfect timing and was the perfect flavor for something I needed. So, right. um, really, really good. Maybe that salt too. Could be, could be. So, yeah. So and that so that was kind of it. We uh, we picked up uh, what did we pick up? We picked up something for home. that We were gonna we ate. oh we picked up some of the school bread. Yes, just a, not nothing food and wine, right. but just one of our favorite things from Norway. We picked up some of the school bread uh, to bring home with us for the evening, and that was it. You know we've had uh, you know a couple long days. Um, I needed you know it's my one day off. I needed some rest time. Mm-hmm. So it was getting hot and it was getting a little more crowded. So we're like okay, we're good. We headed back and and just enjoyed our Disney day. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we we're looking forward to getting back multiple times, sampling more items. We will mm-hmm. tell you about. I don't know if we'll do entire episodes based on it um, coming up here in the future, but we will tell you about when we do get back and sample more things out there. Right. Um, but this is just you know a taste of the Epcot International Food mm-hmm. Festival. Mm-hmm. fun it's always good to eat festival food at disney right so we we enjoyed that very much
1: yeah and it's just nice to know that um that we will get back there Mm -hmm. you know and and uh try some more things and again as i mentioned looking forward to some of the new kiosks that are going to be opening up too they will be
0: opening them up later as the Festival moves on.
1: I already got my booklet all set up with what I want to try. <laughs> Very fun. I know I'm going to have enough stamps and my cheese. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fromage for sure. montage to get the special prize at a the special end.
0: Prize. Special, special prize. special prize. Let's go ahead and move on to the Disney Stories of the Week. We do have a few for you this week, and we're going to start with Michelle's story about some new magic coming. Wednesday. Yeah. So, and actually, uh, I did my first
1: blog post on this, uh, as well. So the, uh, um, appearingadventurespodcast.com.
0: Hmm. podcast.com Yes. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Um, so, you know, the, we've been hearing about the magic band plus coming and So now we know that it's actually going to roll out, uh, at Disney world this Wednesday, July 27th, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, first of all, you know, some of the fun things that they can do and and some of these I, I wasn't even aware of ahead of time. But so one of them is that like with those the Fab 50 statues or sculptures that they have for the 50th anniversary, you can wave your hand and spread virtual pixie dust just like. Tinkerbell.
0: I do that everywhere anyway. <laughs> I
1: know. And then get a reaction from the statues, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, and I know that we've heard about with the nighttime. Shows like whether you're talking about Disney Enchantment at the Magic Kingdom or Harmonious at Epcot, you know, where the magic band will light up and vibrate and interact and synchronize with like the fireworks and things like that. But it's also going to engage with the four parks beacon of magic. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then the other thing that's cool is in Batu, you can become a member of the guild. And you can be alerted with vibrations and lights of where bounties are available. And, and then you pull out your uh, Disney Play Parks app and have some augmented uh, reality fun with that as well. So it's, it's kind of nice that they're bringing these technologies together to complement each other
0: makes sense and that it's it's good to be able to have some more fun um, with this new magic band plus right. you know and in, in the parks the technology is there for it to happen and i'm glad that they're um taking advantage of that and giving you more of these uh you know little ways to enjoy the parks in different ways as you're right. exploring around right
1: i mean they're still obviously going to be available uh, you know also work to open uh, your hotel room or get you into the parks, you know, so that that's still like with the original, how that's going to happen. So now the prices are going to start at uh, 34 dollars $35. Um, but there will be annual pass holder discounts, and you'll be able to purchase one uh, through your during your year of your annual pass at the discounted price. Um, and then like they've done in the past with resort stays where you could get a discounted magic band online, you can do the same. You'll be able to get a discounted magic plus band uh, as long as you're doing it six days or more before your stay. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. You know, And for Disneyland, they are going to be, and we heard this a couple years ago at Disney, excuse me, at D23, that they are going to have... Um, this Magic Band Plus technology utilized also at Disneyland and they're going to have obviously their own unique magical experiences uh, at both of the parks there So,
0: but that's going to be a little later in the year but it will be coming. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. I'm looking forward to it and picking out my Magic Band Plus here yeah. in the very near future, because I'm looking forward to seeing all the new interesting things you can do around the park. We always are into those kind of things. Uh, you know, we go, luckily, have been able to go to the parks enough, you know, that we always look for new things, mm-hmm. interesting things that we can do throughout the day, not necessarily have to be on attractions right. or whatever. So um, stuff like that always calls out to me. So
1: I know it's always fun. Even like with our ones now that recognize when we're there as uh, vacation club members and You know, as we check into the park, it'll say, welcome home. And that's just like, hey, (laughs) it's pretty cool. So this is nice that it's going to
0: have some additional things. For sure. Yeah. Michelle stories of the week, always the best stories of the week.
1: And I have one other thing, uh, more of an announcement regarding that same day on the 27th on Disney Plus, Light and Magic, which is going to be like Industrial Light and Magic, Magic, um, is going to be premiering their uh, documentary series. Very exciting. Yeah. So looking Wednesday is that. an exciting day and we're Industrial, getting gutters. Uh, yeah, That's right. We're getting <laughs> rain gutters. So
0: the rain will come off the roof in the right way. Yeah. Soon. We're looking forward to that. So what an exciting day. Yeah. I don't know what I'm more excited about. <laughs> Industrial light magic or rain gutters. I know. It's hard. It's a well, hard what choice. What a life. What a life we live in Florida. <laughs> uh, so we're moving on to back to me for the more Boring stories, no, the meaty stuff, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of what's going on at San Diego Comic Con Mm -hmm. 2022, especially with Marvel because there were some big announcements with Marvel this week, yeah, really cool stuff coming out. Uh, lots of presentations at Hall, um, H. Thank you. I wanted to say Hall, you know, D23 or whatever it is, you know, different conventions, yes, yes, uh, yes, Hall H. Um, and uh, lots of good Marvel stuff. Marvel hadn't been there in a while. No one had been there actually Comic-Con in a while. Right, Marvel right, hadn't but... been there in a while, but it was good to see them uh, break out and get some cool things out there. Yeah. We'll start with She-Hulk. Yes. Uh, yes uh, which really is exciting. I'm uh, looking forward to that one. Uh, they had a, uh, an amazing trailer for the series. Um, She-Hulk: Attorney of Law, which comes to Disney Plus on August seventeenth, looks like a very fun, fun show.
1: Yeah, it really does. Looks like um, again they're bringing in some of the comedy as well, and you know some interesting looking characters. You know, in introducing. Um, she Hulk, but the
0: trailer is hilarious, right? And Hulk himself, yeah, Bruce Banner, will be uh, training part of it. So, her yeah. and stuff. It's so great, be cool. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that. So not much longer. Yeah. Also, the big one was Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. We got a peek at that. A brand new teaser trailer and poster for the upcoming movie arrived uh once again, inviting viewers back to Wakanda. Arriving in theaters on November 11th mm-hmm. of 2022. Uh, after showing the emotional and powerful trailer, Kevin Feige and the cast discussed the upcoming field, uh, film. Uh, Queen Ramonda, who's Angela Bassett, Shuri, who's Letitia Wright, uh, Mbaku, who's played by Winston Duke, Okoye, uh, paid by uh, Denai uh I can never get her right, the mm-hmm. name right. Uh, Denai Guerrera. And uh, of course, the rest of the Dora Milaje. She is the leader of the Dora Milaje. Mm-hmm. The rest of the Dora Milaje, including Florence Kasumba. They will be fighting to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. Yes, I guess that's going to play a part in that. I didn't know how they were going to approach it, but they're going to actually yeah, talk about yeah. that.
1: Yeah, and really at Comic-Con they played apparently some really nice homage to, to him. Yeah,
0: Crush me. Yeah, Anything yeah. about him crushes me. Um, as the Wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with help from War Dog, Nakia Lupita Nyong'o, of course, uh, Nyong'o, again, I'm just struggling. Tonight. I know, it's long And time. of <laughs> course, Agent Everett Ross, who is played by Martin <laughs> Freeman, and forged a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda, introducing Tanakh Huerta as Namor, King of the Hidden Undersea Nation, uh, the first taste of Black Panther World of Wakanda will be available through a new music release mm-hmm. available for pre-save slash pre-add Wakanda Forever Prologue releasing on July 25th, 2022. So tomorrow or right. today, as you may be listening to this, yeah, you can find yeah, a little bit yeah. of the mu- music. Yeah, you can do the link, yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, of course, that comes from composer Ludwig Göransson. Uh, who shared uh, the following about the Wakanda Forever Prologue. He said, quote, This prologue is an oral first glimpse of Wakanda Forever. The sound world for the film began with extended trips to Mexico and Nigeria. We spent our days working with traditional musicians who educated us about the cultural, social, and historical context of their music We built a catalog of instrumental and vocal recordings with them and explored both traditional and non-traditional uses of musical material. So it's going to feel very much Mm -hmm. like that. I think we felt that with the original Black Panther, like the music was such a big driving force for it. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think this is just a, a big component of that storytelling.
0: Yeah. He went on to say during the nights on these trips we had recording sessions with contemporary artists who were akin to the characters and thematic material explored in the film using ryan kugler and joe robert Cole's script as a blueprint along with the recordings from the traditional musicians we began to build a musical vocabulary for the character storylines and cultures of the talokan and wakanda uh, the instrumental score and soundtrack for *Conda Forever both organically grew from these sessions and workshops. They are conceived together as a singular entity to create an immersive and enveloping sound world for the film, end quote. So yeah. really cool. Pretty cool. And it is cool that
1: like the day after Comic-Con, they're going to drop the, the, the music to yeah. be available. Good so. deal.
0: That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. So we also got a little bit of look of Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. <laughs> Love that name. Uh, the world's greatest grandma. That's Scott lang <laughs> And the rest of the Ant Fam meets their greatest foe yet, Kang. That'd be Kang the Conqueror. You may mm. know him a little bit. You may have seen a little bit of him from Loki. The oh, series there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is what this is going to have to deal with. So this multiverse, this stuff that's going on. Right right in the middle of quantum mania it's arriving at theaters on february 17th 2023 feige revealed that phase five kicks off in 2023 with ant-man and the wasp quantum mania so all this stuff starting to kind of hopefully start putting things in place i know it seems a little disjointed right, right. now but i think it's going to start drawing it together as we get done with phase four and head into phase five
1: yeah and i i do think it's kind of a nice tribute too to have wakanda forever be kind of the end of phase four right. you know ch- kind of
0: Closing that up. Yeah, makes sense. It's yeah. A nice tribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, superhero partner Scott Lang, of course, played by Paul Rudd and Hope Van Dyne, who is Evangeline Lilly, return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp together with Hope's parents, Hank Pym, Michael Douglas, and Janet Van Dyne, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. The family finds themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures and embarking on an adventure that will push them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Uh, what else did the panel offer up about the next outing for the Ant Fam? Well, for starters, Rudd told the crowd, quote, Scott is pretty pleased with himself and his role with saving the universe, end quote. He even wrote a book about it titled, Look Out for the Little Guy. <laughs> wow. I love that. Uh, family's a big theme for the movie, but when asked about the Scott-Cassie dynamic, considering he is gone for so much of her life, both stars are mum. You remember that, you know, he, he got... We didn't get dusted. He got right. stuck in the quantum, quantum. realm right. for the same time as pretty much everybody was dusted. So right. for about five years, uh, so Cassie was all grown up. Yeah. Uh, by the time he saw her in Endgame, again. yeah. So yeah. a lot of a lot of her life lost. There. Right. Uh, "Quote: Cassie's becoming who she's supposed to be." End quote. Um, and I, 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 he says, I don't want to say anything else. Right. So yeah. That, I guess. They were pretty quiet about right. that. Yes. Um, speaking of something pretty quiet, how about the Secret Invasion? Ooh, Ooh yes. We've been looking forward to this one coming up. Uh, Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn will reprise their roles as Nick Fury and Talos, you know, the, um, the Scroll the yeah. Skrull Talos, in Secret Invasion, which is arriving on Disney Plus in spring of 2023. Quote, this is a darker show. Quote, uh, Kobe Smulders told the crowd. Quote, we're going to get deeper into the characters. We're going to see them in in new ways and it's going to be an exciting thriller and you're never going to know who people are. Are they a Skrull? Are they human? It's going to be a bit of a guessing game, end quote. So that's kind of cool. This crossover event series showcases a faction of shape-shifting Skrulls who have been infiltrating Earth for years
1: so yeah interesting I also think it's interesting that you know we with Star Wars we had the Obi-Wan series that was considered pretty I don't know about you but I thought it was pretty dark you know heavy Um, loved it but thought it was pretty heavy and dark and and now this series on Disney plus for next year
0: yeah Uh, it's going to be interesting to see there has been a lot of speculation about um, some people you've seen in some of these series that have and movies that have been out recently in Mm -hmm. marvel is always the question of is that the real person or is that a scroll right right. or you know um so um i think it's all gonna we're gonna see a lot of that in secret invasion yeah yeah and secret invasion we're gonna see a lot of the characters too i think a lot of the characters you've seen Mm -hmm. so far are gonna make appearances right um within that also, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We were just talking about Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. Well, they they filmed a lot of cosmic rewind as they were filming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Volume Three. Uh, Star Lord, Rocket, Groot, Drax, Mantis, Nebula, and the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy and are the back <laughs> for the cosmic adventure. Arriving in theaters on May fifth of twenty twenty three, the footage shown in Hall H uh, it made everyone on the stage and in the audience emotional excuse me, as director, James Gunn noted, maybe I'm getting emotional that (laughs) this is the end of the arc for the guardians crew. Oh, Oh, I know that's sad. Um, but that's kind of cool that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to wrap up with a a kind of a trilogy for them. Although they've played parts in various other movies, including Thor love and thunder. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, quote, he said, I think that it's really been about telling one story between the three films with a couple of sideways adventures but I think it really is about the one story. This is the final arc that we began at the very beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy with Peter Quill, with Rocket, seeing where Nebula goes, and even way, and even Kraglin, who started out as saying one or two lines in the first movie and is now a main Guardian of the Galaxy, end quote. So, yeah, yeah very cool. Mm-hmm. But before they can get to the end, this ragtag group has to go back to the beginning, specifically Rocket's beginning. The film will explore these early days and if you thought baby Groot was cute, just wait till you see baby Rockets. <laughs> oh boy. I know. Quote, I first started, when I first started doing Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, I don't know. Sounds like a little goofy. I thought it was going to be a Bugs Bunny joins the Avengers. <laughs> Gun continued. Uh, but then I thought if there was is a talking raccoon, how is he real? Where does he come from? I realized that this was the saddest creature in the universe. and that And that's what his story is about. To a great extent. Aw. Or Rocket. I know. But no wonder he's been so snarky and yeah. have some tough times there. So another sad thing in the movie, Brad noted that Star Lord is still reeling from the events of Avengers Endgame, considering that his love of his life, Gamora, doesn't know who he is anymore. Yeah, cue the tears. I
1: know, Aww, right.
0: So much. So Uh, That was it for much of what was from Marvel. They also announced that Echo and Loki will have, um, well, Echo will start their series. Mm -hmm. Loki will have season two of their series starting in summer of 2023. So that's very cool. Uh, For Star Wars fans, it was all about books and toys. There was Star Wars news Mm -hmm. out of uh, Comic-Con 2022. Uh, Hasbro revealed lots of amazing new Star Wars figurines during the con. Yes, Pat and Charles. You can play with your dolls when they come in. <laughs> but right now, they're next t- to me. Figures! I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Migs Mafio Tuscan Raider, and Luke Skywalker Imperial Star Crews are all pretty impressive looking. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. 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 Cool stuff. Cool um, stuff. Great. To Comic-Con is always so much fun. There's always so much great stuff that comes out of it. Yeah.
1: I, I saw uh, something else posted how they had a... Um, you know, Thanos gauntlet, and like, I don't want to say an original, an, an authentic one in the sense that it had jewels in it, and it was worth like $25 million.
0: Oh, did we hit the lottery so we could buy that? Not yet. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. But well, if, you, if you notice me walking around with a gauntlet with real <laughs> jewels in it, you know we won the lottery. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, on that note, that's
0: it for the Disney Stories of the Week. We never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. When we do this, well, we always start with Michelle. One, because she's awesome, wonderful, great, all things wonderful <laughs> in the world. She has the best list. She does the best research. You heard she has the best Disney Stories of the Week, Ooh. but she definitely has the very best tip. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week.
1: So this one is uh, really out there in left field, but it's worth mentioning. Um, so if you're going on a Disney cruise and somebody in your travel party uses a CPAP machine and, and obviously with CPAP machines, you need to be using distilled water for that, you know, and there's some other medical equipment that you you may need to use distilled water. Um, so you don't have to bring that on board yourself, you know, And, and Disney does have, um, certain restrictions on how much bottled water people can bring, but for specifically for um, distilled water, you know, um, and there may be some other issues, but what what I would recommend you do is you uh, go to their website, they have a request for special services, and it's actually a form that you can complete uh, prior to your sailing. And you can request that distilled water And they will, you know, and you're saying that it's not going to be for consumption. Um, They typically give you like one gallon for the for the cruise, uh, unless it's a longer one, then you can get more probably. But anyways, you can arrange for that to actually be delivered to your room.
0: Nice. Uh, That is important for some people. Yeah, yeah. That's very good. Good to know. And it's uh, good information because people may be wondering about something like that. So if, if you want that information, though, you can also email us
1: um, and we'll send you the link to that special request form. But, you know, like I said, it, it does have other issues that it talks about, um, you know, and they, they do like to be alerted if you are going to be bringing on medical equipment or, you know, electronic wheelchairs and things like that so that they can, you know, plan and accommodate that for you at,
0: to make it a smooth situation. Very good. Very important for a lot of people. And Michelle's tip. always the best tip my tip this week look I didn't have a lot of time to prepare for this so you know um, recently you know there's a new app that's out that it helps you find your car in the parking lot while you're at Walt Disney World Mm -hmm. and that's great Um, go for it I I think it could only be beneficial for you but I'm gonna make it really really simple for you and this is something Michelle is I'm probably just recycling a tip that Michelle has used in the past Mm Look, when you go to the parking lot, you get to the end of the aisle, you got your phone on you, just take a picture (laughs) of where you parked or, you know, what the, what that aisle is. You know, we, we, um, we, uh, stayed, you know, when, when I went to the ticket and transportation, I did the exact same Mm -hmm. thing, you know, because that's what you got to do. It's just the easiest way to remember where your car is. Everybody has phones. Everybody has cameras. It's easy to access when you forget later on in the day, just look at your phone and there it is. Boom.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know it's a hard thing because that's the time of day that you are most anxious to get ready and get into the park. And, you know, especially if you're with family members, you're doing your last minute check. Did the kids have everything they need? Did you leave anything in the car You know, all this stuff that your mind isn't necessarily focused. And even though that they may announce it too, as you're walking out that the, the lane, um, you know, it's just you know trying to get yourself into the habit of just being aware of.
0: Okay, let me just
1: quickly yeah. take a snapshot. we
0: were in, we were in Zerg Zerg four hundred four, I believe, <laughs> while we were in, and I have it right on my phone. It's still there. I haven't deleted it yet, so uh, yeah. it was easy enough to find our spot when I after we had dinner and rode the people mover and everything and got back. You right. Know, it was that was that was, was simple.
1: Right. I mean, and even if you forget. Take a picture as, as soon as you remember, and know that you're going to be further than that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that you can always flag down somebody from uh, security or whatever, and, and they can help you find your car For too. For sure. So
0: because those parking lots can get big, and it's easy to get lost in them. And yet, like you said, like Michelle was mentioning, there's crazy things going on that will distract you from right. remembering where you're where you were parked.
1: Right, especially if you have a rental car you that you're not as familiar with. How does it look and right. everything? You might, you know. It, for it sure, just makes it a little for e- sure. easier
0: for you. So that's it for this week. Next week, I think we're finally going to get to that. Oh no, no Michelle is waving wait, me off. No, oh no. no, we're not going to get to that. We're going to need to something else. Michelle has an <laughs> yeah, idea for I, next week. Yeah, Michelle I came up always has the best idea. idea. <laughs> I,
1: I, you know, it, it's so funny because I have started the the one about the environmental Disney, but. Um, it, I just i felt like i'm in the mood to move up one that i actually had for much later in the year and that's um you know what to consider when trying to i actually kind of want to do a series of what to consider in terms of um choosing a hotel in, in the certain category so i was going to start with the value resorts wow very nice I'm,
0: that's very important for people i'm sure people will love that so looking yeah. forward to that and yeah. michelle does some great research so you know that if you're looking for a breakdown of the value resorts, Michelle is going to have all the info you need coming up next week. And we will get to that environmental <laughs> episode sometime, someday. It's I, know, coming. I,
1: I don't know why. I just like, you know, thought, oh, I, kinda, I was looking at the calendar and I was looking at what falls when and I thought... Oh, I kind
0: of interesting. Yeah, people are making their plans they're thinking about okay we've gone this year's vacation or we have this year's vacation plan what do we start thinking yeah. about for next year or
1: for the holidays yeah. and things like that and just like just kind of give you a little like tips and you know what things to consider because there's more than one and you know like what what kind of things do you you know may want to consider with your family or whatever in terms of uh choosing one very good i
0: like it so looking Thank forward you. to that next week. <laughs> As for this week, we appreciate that you join us. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, so The very best place to find us is on our own website, Podcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah,
1: just you know, feel free to share things there or just chime in with some of the other folks' input.
0: Yeah, or just just be there watching and listening and reading and just having a good time that's yeah. all it's about whatever suits whatever floats your boat
1: right yeah. and if you could if you haven't done so already uh giving us a five-star review really
0: would be appreciated yeah so we'd love five-star review on, uh, on uh, apple Podcasts, especially but anywhere you can give us a review uh it does help right. us out very much uh also we are on youtube if you want to do a uh, find our videos there. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever you have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. And the
1: one thing that really helps us the most is when you tell a friend. Tell a friend
0: that this show is something they might be interested in. And uh, that's the easiest way. Word of mouth is the best way to right. spread the, uh, the information about these shows. So, That's it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventurers Podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.